on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. It is time to find you all the winners down at the Bull with Warren Huntley and also John Kelton will find us the Adelaide Cup winners today as well. Uh, Warren, good morning to you after a very big weekend. Did you end up on the right side of the ledger? Well, it worked out all right, Michael. When you start off the day with, with your best bet in shock them over, uh, not winning, um, perhaps with excuses, but a horse you made your horse to follow on correct weight the previous Sunday in Sparkle, beating it, you got the potential for it to be an ugly day. But uh, it uh, it turned out all right in the end. So the the, uh, the balance turned out okay later on in the program after a shaky start. Who was your most impressive winner for the day? I think in secret, in such a high-pressure race, I, I, you know, what to do is it was obviously impressive, but had the ability to build into that race. But I think overall, the performance of uh, of in secret to be able to tuck in behind a, a really solid, more than solid tempo, and and then be able to sprint when she needed to. For me, it was performance of the day. She had the weight to be able to do it, but yeah, she was a performance of the day for me. But on a day, there was a, a few of them. And up in Sydney, the uh, performance of Pride of Jenny to hold on and run second yeah. here in the Coolmore was just outstanding. Uh, no other horse who was riding that brutal speed was anywhere near the finish. Different calibre of horse today, but we've still got eight winners to be found at the Bull meeting. Uh, what do you make of it on a, on a soft deck at this stage? Yeah, look, I think it'll improve to some degree, but at this time of year, we're probably not getting those real drying conditions. And a couple of things that are really worth noting on this meeting... Michael, the 1,400-metre shoot start, there was a problem identified there yesterday. So the first race, which was going to be 34.23, is back to 32.80. So that's probably not that significant because it's still a true staying test for the highway riders. But races five and six for 1,400 metres have been brought back to 1,200 metres with the 1,400-metre shoot start out of play. So significant scratchings in one of those races. Maybe the distance change was a significant part of that. Uh, So I think... They're relatively small fields. I think the winners are probably relatively easy to find in, in your top three or four, hopefully honing on the right one. And, gee, you can cut and paste Adam Crettenman's comments about Sailor's Book. I, I couldn't have spoke any better about what Critter said about Sailor's Book, so I'm hoping we're both on the money there. All right, well, uh, that is good to hear. Let's whip into it as we get through the preview today in race number one. Uh, Sunday Buzz is an even money favourite, uh, one ninety out to two dollars, and the scratchings are one and three. Accountability is the other one, well in the market at two ninety. I think Sunday Buzz deserves a, another chance. On face value, the finishing performance for the starting price last start at two dollars fifty was probably disappointing, but uh, the race was won with a, a positive move from Rebel Racer getting into the race. Jamie Carr summed it up really well. And, Sunday Buzz was having to peel out, make wide runs with the leader dominating at the Valley, and, and that's just not a good scenario there. The previous win at the Valley was good, so I think Sunday Buzz is the one to beat. I think the one that can improve here is number five, Quiet Escape, who comes through a pretty solid race last start behind Wagon Wheel, who goes around in the Adelaide Cup today. That performance was solid, improved second up. Any further improvement and the rising distance should suit. I think Quiet Escape's got a, a legitimate chance for accountability, he just hasn't been winning regularly in recent times, but he's not racing poorly and he's competitive in this grade and he's stable mate seven, Cross Hill. Going to be one who's probably got more improvement in him fitness-wise than most of these, being only third up this preparation. Two, five, four, seven. Two, five, four and seven in the first today at Warrnambool. 
Uh, race number two, this is over the 1,000 metres. We can scratch number six. Uh, Hua Havana is at $2.25. Hans Albert at three seventy. Impressive enough is at five fifty, And uh, this is one of the Lindsay Smith team that's there. Normally he just wins four or five races every time we go to Warrnambool. So he's got the first favourite of the day in race two. Yeah, he's got a, a number of good chances through the day. Challenge for Hua Havana, who was good winning first run in Victoria after crossing from Western Australia. And there was some good form reference that lined up at Metropolitan level for the, for the Maidens at, uh, at Northern that he'd been competing again. But he did win his Maiden here at 1,200 and he gets back to 1,000 here. I wouldn't want to pin, put a pin through any here, Michael. I, I really found it a, a tough race, but I thought impressive enough with the blinkers on will be rolling forward. And with really good speed, I think that Hans Albert will be very strong late. So I'm going to tip number two, Hans Albert, who... One well, first up. There was a margin back to the third and fourth place getters there. So two for me. Head of four, who are Havana, who rode the speed at 1,200 metres. Outside draw here, back to 1,000 metres. I'm not too sure how the race pans out, but the horse has obvious talent. Impressive enough, gets the blinkers back on. The earmuffs also go on. The visor comes off here first up and has jumped out well between runs, written with a bit of intent with the blinkers on. And I'll put three wannabe famous in as next best with the benefit of a, a recent run under the belt, but uh, I don't think there's much between many of these. Champagne Sharon, the one I've left out, I think has obvious claims in the small field. Two, four, one, three. Two, four, one, and three in the second. Race three, a maiden over 1,100. We can scratch eight. The favourite here is uh, Gamaldi Nip. It is at 225. Plenty of uh, ammo. Uh, what is that? Ammo is at 250. And written by a lady is at $7. Top three in the market. Not really arguing with the market order there, Michael. Gamadale Nip, there was a real spruit going into that the debut run at Donald on the back of some impressive jump outs for the Paul Pruska stable. Just wasn't able to win on that occasion. Was well supported. Ran okay. Turned out straight after that. Looks to have trolled up nicely again to resume. Even just if the jump outs are a guide, might be pacing himself that little bit better than necessarily just jumping and running as we as we saw with the jump outs going into the debut performance. Leaning five ahead of nine, plenty of ammo. She's jumped out nicely for the for Simon Wild stable to make the debut on the home track. She was out wide, reasonably conservatively, but she trucked through the line really well in a recent jump out. Does carry a barrier blanket and the stallion chain go on to help her get into the barriers on debut. So I'm thinking she's not absolutely push button at the start yet, but she's got talent looking at the jump out. Ten written by a lady. Last preparation got out over a little bit further than this, but capable of, of making her own luck and looked really sharp in a, in a recent jump out. So I think it's coming to hand well. And 11, Mornerich has shown a bit for, for Lindsay Smith, the, big, the pick of the debutants for me from the jump outs. 5, 9, 10, 11. 5, 9, 10, 11. Race number four, over 1,200 metres. Uh, no scratchings. Innocent Moves, 3.30. River Frost, $5. Power Missile, five fifty. Top three in the market. Yeah, I thought River Frost was an each-way play here. I think he's racing well. He had a gap between runs, but he had a wide run last start. I don't mind that for horses at a relatively short course with a, a freshen up. You're just trusting Matty Allen to have the horse fit enough. It's only 1,200 metres and did have some recent residual fitness from those runs. Blinkers go on here from a good draw. There's a touch over the odds. Number six, River Frost. Happy to play each way there. Four-power missile just got strung up at a at a poor time last start. Got clear and worked home okay. Probably has to settle a little bit off speed from the outside draw here. I doubt they'll push forward. 11, 
innocent moves. Been given a pretty quiet time for the Nick Ryan stable. They've got a good strike rate when they head down here to Warrnambool and 10 Divine Flash. Got the recent runs under the belt. Getting fitter should be close to, to peak fitness and might be able to push forward from that draw and get a run somewhere near the speed. Six each way for me, ahead of four, eleven, and ten. Six each way, ahead of four, eleven, and ten. The first leg of the quaddy is race five. Uh, a maiden over 1,200 metres, and this is one of the uh, altered distance races with the number of scratchings, as Warren alluded to. Uh, 2, 6, 8, 9, uh, 11, 13, uh, 12, uh, 11, 12, 13 and 14 all come out, which means the favourite now is uh, Sivalana from the Wild Stable into Even Money. Singer Rainbow, $3, and Demon Darb, four sixty. She's short enough, Sivalana, but I, I think She's the one to, to beat. I've been batting up for her, I think, on both her runs today, and I thought the rise to 1,400 metres might suit, but she hasn't been to that trip and have to come back. I think, uh, obviously, a late change wouldn't have affected her work going into it, but I think that she's building to that maiden victory. Scratchings have made the race a little bit more winnable than perhaps it was prior to all of the scratchings. Sivalana would have been high in my thoughts regardless. Going to go with 10, head of 7, Singer Rainbow, who gets the bubble cheeker offside going on here, was ridden conservatively from a wide draw, but that was at 1,400 metres at Tarang last start. Build momentum late was really strong to the line. I think the drop back to 1,200 metres is a slight disadvantage there, but the, winker, uh, the, the scratchings have made the race significantly weaker. Demon Darb looks to have trialled up quite nicely the resume here. First up for the Price and Kent Junior stable. Blinkers off, Yendall the rides are positive. The wider draw not as much of a disadvantage as we've uh, would have been prior to scratchings and I'll be interested to see how the track plays but I wouldn't be surprised if on speed is, is the place to be three Matthew Mark a debutante for the Grocer stable on the home track jump outs have been pretty good and uh, I thought was at least a trifecta first four chance now particularly with the scratchings 10 7 5 3 10 7 5 and 3 race 6 a 64 over 1,200 now. Um, seven is a scratching. Captain Britain's at $2.80. Thunderpoint, three twenty. Morissette, $4.40. I wonder if this favourite would have been much better suited at the 1,400, Warren. Yeah, debatable. I think he probably will stretch up in ground, and he's by Camelot, so you would think he would. He was sharp enough to win at the 1,200 metres first up, and we get a handle on that form line when Sevillana goes around in the previous, and... I think he probably is the one to beat again. Number three, Captain Britain. Uh, his race day form's very good. I thought his jump outs going into that first up win said he was going okay, but he's maybe he's a race day horse and, and he looks to have come back well. So three for me. And a fourth under and lightning. He's going really well for the Alford stable. Little gear change with the visor going on today. It will be very strong to the line here, the 1,200 metres. Two magnetism. Had runs at 13 and 1,500 metres. Comes back now to the 1,200 metres with the change in trip. But good barrier draw, claim for Ryan Houston. And Tom Davening's already put in some early change of tactics notifications for a couple of his runners. And magnetism is one that they're going to try and ride forward from that draw. I put one the last Napoleon in. I think he's actually advantaged by the drop back to 1,200. The Vela Stable were keen to test him out to the, the 1,400 metres. But I think around about 1,200 metres, probably not a bad scenario for the last Napoleon with recent racing under the belt. Three, four, two, one. Three, four, two, and one. Uh, race seven, this is the 1,700 metre 64. Scratching is five. Uh, catering, $3.10. Sailors book, Three thirty, coastal town, three dollars eighty, and uh, you're a, a sailor along with Adam Crettenden. 
Yep, I thought his first up win was just outstanding off the back of some impressive jump outs. And you know, behind Dashing Last Star, high-pressure race, quality race, as Credit said, that, that form line could well be the four in a stakes race in Adelaide today. And, and Dashing's form's good regardless. We know that he was competitive in the elite three-year-old races during the spring. Just couldn't get into the right spot, but wasn't disgraced. Likely to get control of this race. I think if they want to go hard enough, then uh, then capable of just letting a speed go and coming to sit outside the lead, or if Jared Fry's able to control the tempo, I think that's what he'll do. And clearly the one to beat for me, six. One coastal town who can mix the form a little bit, but same course and distance here on the home track. Last start was dominant in a slightly easier race, but a reproduction of that performance would at least be competitive. Catering's going well for the... Uh, for the Dabonic stable, no reason to think won't be competitive again. And two likely suspects. I thought the first up victory in Maiden Grade was really impressive. Had excuses last time. Been back to the jump out since pre-race earmuffs and the nose roll go on. Keen on six ahead of one, ten and two. Keen on six ahead of one, ten and two. And race eight sees out the meeting at Warnable. Take out 12, the favourite. Denied 3.70 ahead of I See You coming at 5.50. Happy to be with uh, the second favourite there that you referenced. I See You coming again. On an each-way basis, and we'll play that, uh, combine that into a play of the day. Six for me, just run off his feet. First up at a thousand, suited, fitter, and up to the twelve hundred metres here. Seven rebellious spell, another one from the Tom Dagenham stable. This is the first run for the stable. They have notified the stewards. I'd like to be more positive. Gee, I think she's jumped out well to have its first run for the camp, and she's a previous first-up winner. Eleven denied comes through a race at Packenham. Last start will strip fitter and. Generally, those night meetings at Packenham hold up pretty well. And Stormbolt looked quite impressive winning that. He's a talented horse from the Sydney Alderson stable. And nine, Victoria Rock. I don't really know what to make of her. New Zealand win on debut was outstanding. Her jump outs going into her first run here looked really encouraging and hasn't really quite delivered yet. Gets the crossover nose band off here and been given a quiet time in a recent jump out. But the fact that the Freedmans are heading down there, I think, is a positive. Six, seven, eleven, nine. Six, seven, eleven, and nine. So, what's the best way to play the bull today? Race seven, number six, Sailor's Book, the best for me, Michael. Race four, number six, River Frost, the value for me. Quaddy first leg, ten, seven, and five. Second leg, three, four, two, and one. Third leg, six, one, ten, and two. Coming home with numbers 6, 7, 11 and 9. And two horses, I think, that are around about the each way quote and worth playing on that basis today is the play of the day. So race 4, number 6, River Frost, each way. All up each way. Race 8, number 6, I see you coming. Good on you, Was. Have a good day today. Thanks, Michael.